All right, what's going on, guys? Mnebete, welcome back. Uh, you guys had sent me a news story about Kraken. And Kraken, I guess, had delisted Monero, our lovely Monero, in the UK. Looks like they have unleashed the Kraken. And it looks like there is a continued clampdown happening in regards to Monero. We've been seeing this trend for some time. I mean, you look at South Korea. No exchange can list Monero over there. You have to go on like local Monero if you want to get it. Same thing in Australia, and now it looks like UK is following suit. And yeah, we see the crackdown in China and in Turkey. So we can expect this to grow, but we're going to go through in this video why that's not a problem. Uh, decentralized exchanges are becoming more popular. Uh, Haveno is still in the works, and it looks like they are making good progress. Uh, they commented on this development yesterday, and they said, yeah... That's never going to be able to happen again. Censorship in regards to Monero is going to be a thing of the past with atomic swaps and with Haveno, our peer-to-peer -peer decentralized exchange. So it, to me, it's not a problem. This is just a little bump in the road. Now, is it going to make it a little bit more difficult for people to access this stuff? Yeah, a little bit. But as we've talked about, it's not that hard to get. You know, you get Bitcoin, you hop onto another exchange, or you just go to Cake Wallet, you buy Bitcoin there with cash, and then you can flip it directly on the wallet. There are many easy ways to get this stuff. And this, as we're about to go through, is not an issue. But it's interesting to note because we have seen a little bit of some FUD, I guess, make it into the Monero sphere over the past few days, starting with that Slate article and... Uh, where am I going here? Oh, I didn't use Brave for this one. Uh, starting with that Slate article where it's like, oh, Monero is only being used by the alt-right and the white taco supremes and, you know, the people like this, of course. And you can anticipate this to happen. Anything that the state doesn't like, guys, if you haven't figured this out yet, and it looks like some people in Monero haven't figured this out because, you know, everyone's just like, I told you not to talk to Chris Guy. I told you he was bad for the image in the community. And it's just like, ah, dude, just, just cut it out. Because <laughs> anything they don't like, they're going to call racist. They're going to call homophobic. They're going to call extreme and things like this. You could just anticipate this happening. And if you're not ready to put up with those arrows being flung, I mean, maybe this isn't the space for you. Because this is where the real deal is. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is Monero we're talking about here. We're talking about a private, decentralized currency, which is better than Bitcoin, okay? I mean, we have that very strong stance here on the channel. Uh, we don't apologize for it. And this is what is going to be a real threat to the people in power if this really starts to get off uh, the chain, right? So... Yeah, of course they're going to come out and attack it. Of course the propagandists are going to make up lies about it. Even though there are literally grannies selling cookies for Monero, they're going to say that granny is a white taco supreme, <laughs> and she hates uh, America, and she's an enemy of the state. Put her on a watch list, right? So just anticipate this stuff coming. I mean, this is not something to fear. This is just something to look forward to, because <laughs> it means that what we're in, is actually a threat to the people who are totally demonic and want to take over your life and want to take over the world. And this is not a problem. Uh, and you should look forward to this because this is bullish. So Kraken is delisting top privacy coin Monero for UK users. Coinhighlight.com is reporting. They say it seems the UK users will soon be able to access Monero on one of the leading crypto exchanges. And I imagine this is going to be the case for other exchanges as well. Conbase, uh, Coinbase does not list Monero as it is. They made that decision quite a while ago. 
uh, to not have it on their exchange. But again, that's not too much of a problem. Now, Binance is like the last remaining exchange for the most part, I guess, in the UK, if I'm not mistaken, to get Monero. Uh, but I think Binance is under investigation in the UK. So there's a crackdown just going on in general over there. Um, there have always been concerns around the Bitcoin competitor regarding the absolute privacy that the digital asset confers. Yep, it's awesome. Until now, it remains impossible to track, trace Monero transactions. Indeed, Cypher Trace can't do it. Don't fall into the foot. Making it the ultimate privacy coin, and governments are worried about that, are worried that individuals who use this to evade taxes. Yeah, they probably will, unfortunately. We do not advise that. We cannot advise that. Uh, I am a tax professional. Uh, I am an EA, and so there's no way that I can advise you to do that. Um, but in some cases, this is why we're here. <laughs> we're here to provide a better optical frame uh, to look at Monero and I guess you could say the quote-unquote community uh, because we love Christ. We don't spend too much time on the dark webs. Uh, we pay our taxes and we advise people to pay taxes, so we're not about tax evasion. Um, we just like it because it's a fungible private currency, right? And this should not be uh, lost on people who make articles about Monero and people who delist Monero. I mean, you need to have fungibility in order for something to be considered money, and in order to have that fungibility, you need to to be private on the base layer. And a lot of people don't understand this. This was not said in the Slate article with the thousands of words that they wrote about, you know, why Taco Supremes and extremists. They failed to mention that privacy is very important for something to actually be considered money, right? Um, but again, just this is why we're here. We need to educate people on this. Another concern is around the use uh, of the cryptocurrency as a criminal tool. There, though there is no definitive way to tell that this is happening. Right. You can't catch them. Catch them if you can. However, it remains high enough on the list of concerns that even countries where cryptocurrencies are not illegal are clamping down on the cryptocurrency. Well, as we move closer and closer towards uh, central bank digital currency rollouts, you could expect the clampdown to get worse. Uh, I, we have been predicting this for quite a while. Uh, this is what happened in China. When they rolled out their CBDC, they started to really crack down the cryptos. Uh, Turkey's just going into an inflationary tailspin because the people running the government are idiots. Uh, that's why they want to clamp down on crypto. They want to keep your money in the system and destroy it. But yeah, I mean, maybe we can anticipate the same thing over in the West and around the world. But great thing about Monero is that you can't track it. You can't trace it. Once you got it, it's gone. You know, kind of like when you go to an ATM, you get cash out of the machine. Maybe they know you got cash out of the machine, but what you do with that cash afterwards, they have no idea. As far as they're concerned, you just burned it at some witch ritual, right? So the latest is the UK, as regulations have pushed Kraken to remove access for its citizens. Yeah, what regulations? I'm curious about this. I'm curious about this. Delisting Monero over regulations. In an email sent out to users uh, where they posted on reddit kraken outlines the reasons for the delisting the email explained that the crypto exchange is trying to be in compliance with uk regulations and as such it would no longer be supporting kraken on its platform so what regulations are these and it does not say they just vaguely say we want to comply with regulations yeah we appreciate your understanding the delisting is going to happen on november 26th uh, the exchange will force liquid all open margin positions and cancel all open orders. Now, maybe this is a good thing because we know how many shorts there are against Monero. Um, the shorts have been dominating 
Um, and it was price action for quite a while now. And if you're not aware of this stuff, go check out our uh, Monero price manipulation video. We did one as well with Kevin Watt and the Body Anarchist. Go check that out. But yeah, there's some stuff going on there. We don't know if it's uh, purposeful manipulation, but we do know that there are so many more shorts against Monero than any other cryptocurrency, like by far. So many more shorts against Monero. And it's very strange. But maybe because if maybe because they're being forced into liquidation, uh, that's going to be a good thing. But you know, there are shorts happening on other exchanges as well, like Bitfinex and uh, Binance and things like this. But nevertheless, in closing, Kraken team said, "Yeah, we appreciate their saying blah blah blah." Why the crackdown? Monero is one of the few cryptocurrencies that managed to confer absolute privacy to their investors. This has made it the coin of choice for investors who want to be in control of their own money. Yeah, these people get it. Good. As this Reddit user eloquently puts it, one of the few coins that truly makes your money your own. Well, it's one of the few coins that truly makes money money, <laughs> right? Because of the privacy. Um, in my opinion, Bitcoin is not money. And you have people who are saying, well, with the layer twos, it's going to be made more fungible in the layer two. Yeah, uh, that still presents a problem, right? Because on the base layer, it's still not money. Like maybe it could be considered more so money on the layer two, but that presents other issues, right? Which we've talked about. Security without compromising privacy is something that was unheard of only a few years ago. Yeah. Monero is a cryptocurrency that has maintained the privacy component behind the creation of cryptocurrencies. Yep. Because, I mean, the privacy element of all these other cryptos is going down the toilet. It's going completely down the toilet. And Mimblewimble has issues. Uh, that's being integrated into Litecoin. People think Litecoin is going to be private as a result of this. Not the case. Uh, people think that the Lightning Network is private. It's not as private as Monero, not even close. Um, some people think that once you integrate that into Tor, uh, that's going to make it much better. But then again, uh, that's going to just make it more complicated than using Monero. And you might as well just use Monero if you're going to be doing that, right? Um, Monero gets it right on layer one. It's just plug and play. You're private. Why are you messing around with layer twos? A lot of people aren't going to be using the layer two. So they're not going to be private. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It puts the investor in complete control. It makes it impossible for a third party to interfere or see where the funds are going. And since governments cannot track it, they cannot tax it. Well, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, gold and silver wasn't tracked and traced for thousands of years. Did governments figure out ways to tax that? Of course they did. Right? If you have a business, you've got to have books. You've got to have something which identifies how it is you're able to stay in business, your profits and your margins and things like this. That's what they tax. And it, that doesn't change whether you're using Monero or dollars or whatever. That doesn't change. So just because they can't track it doesn't mean they can't tax it. But this is a perspective which is out there to justify more financial surveillance, right? Uh, and this is why whenever you see an expansion of the tax code, you see a decline in the privacy that you have. And this is something that we were going to see if they passed that billionaire's income tax, uh, which was really just unrealized capital gains taxes. They were thinking about making a database at the IRS, which tracked people's assets and the valuations thereof and the change in the valuations thereof. And they're thinking about doing that in Europe. Now there's a commission set up to make a digital data registry that has everybody's mid to large size assets incorporated into this database, which tracks the change of the valuations. That's probably a pretext to unrealized capital gains as well, um, or carbon tax or whatever crazy thing that they're going to come up with over there. I mean, the Europeans are just nuts, but yeah, um, that's something to note. Hence the crackdown on privacy coins to limit their use by residents. Yep. 
So that's what's going on. But one thing I want to note in this next article by GoozerNation.com, it's a fun name, is that uh, a lot of people are going to have to pull their funds out of the exchange, <laughs> right? So that's something that we've been talking about for the longest time. Pull your funds off the exchange. Pull your funds off the exchange. Get it into your own wallet because if you put, if you keep it on the exchange, they're going to, you know, perhaps loan that Monero you have out to somebody else, right? And you go to pull it off the exchange. Maybe they don't let you pull it off the exchange. They say, oh, there's a problem with Monero. Oh, there's a problem with our exchange. Sorry, you can't withdraw until they get that Monero back to then give to you, right? And I think that this has happened with Binance where a lot of people went to pull their funds off Binance and they had to freeze withdrawals because it was speculated they didn't have the Monero to actually have people withdraw because they're running some kind of fractional reserve thing, right? But something to note, all this complicates access to XMR, but the cryptocurrency remains, of course, available on decentralized platforms or on other centralized exchanges, including Binance and Bitfinex, right, where there's a lot of shorting going on. But the list is gradually shrinking. Some would say that this is further proof of the viability of the Monero project, which is worrying enough to be removed from centralized platforms. Nope, not the case. Cryptocurrency is, in any case, not at its first controversy, having become the standard bearer of fans of anonymous crypto assets. Well, be careful. I mean, a lot of them are not anonymous. It's like completely the opposite. Where did I read? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Deposits will be deactivated on this same date, and users are encouraged to withdraw their Monero to external wallets. And maybe the more that this happens, more people are going to be like, well, I don't know when this exchange is going to shut down Monero, so I might as well just pull it off. Well, good. And guys, if you are on... These exchanges, Binance and Bitfinex, pull your Monero off, please. For the sake of all of us and for the sake of your trades, if you are a trader, uh, pull it off. Don't let them short. So that is something to note. This is the Reddit post that started all, and there are some good comments on this. So this guy says, it doesn't have his name. I think that this post was deleted, I guess. Uh, oh, it says overall decision. Good. This means that Monero is probably trading with a premium on peer-to-peer marketplaces in the near future, waiting to see Haveno in full action. Yeah, and we've talked about Haveno pretty much every video on this channel. That's going to open up a portal into another dimension, right? That's going to make it so that people can go to trade on this decentralized peer-to-peer exchange completely privately, which you can't get anywhere else right now. Even if you're on BISC and you're trading, um, there are going to be risks that, by the way, because you're not on a centralized exchange, which means who knows where you're getting that Bitcoin from. I mean, it could be totally tainted Bitcoin whenever you go to do something with that Bitcoin, you know, to collateralize it for a loan or to put it onto an centralized exchange. I mean, they could say we can accept your Bitcoin because you got it uh, tainted. It's tainted. Who knows what's up with it? High risk, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they can still track your transactions, right? And that's not going to be the case with Havana. Now, of course, I advise everyone pay their taxes, blah, 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 comply with the law. But, dude, now that the IRS has been funded $80 billion, now that the number of auditors on the IRS payroll has gone up tenfold, as I think uh, uh, somebody from Monero, uh, the Open Economy Initiative, I believe, Cecilia is her name. Sorry, I need to go look it up. Great. Thank you for letting me know that. But yeah, the auditors have gone up by 10x at the IRS. Like the enforcement's going to explode and they're going to be developing new technologies and implementing new technologies to track and trace people's activities on the blockchain to see 
what is a taxable event, what is not, and how much that money they can get out of you. And Elizabeth Warren has said that on average, for every dollar that is spent on IRS enforcement, they get five back. And for crypto, it's a lot more. So they're going to go after the crypto bros. A lot of people are going to get messages in the mail about this. It's going to stoke fear into a lot of people who are crypto traders, uh, who have just opted out of the workforce because real wages are plummeting and all they want to do is trade crypto, which makes sense. So they're going to go over to Havana. And what that's going to do is send the liquidity for Monero through the roof. And a lot of that liquidity is going to get off the centralized exchanges. It's going to go over to here, which means the shorts are going to get crushed, which means the transaction volumes are going to go sky high because a lot of the transactions for Bitcoin, for example, are because of trading. It's not for real world use. I mean, Monero has the most real world use case out of any other cryptocurrency. And we've talked about this in videos. Go check them out. But yeah, I mean, now the use case is going to go nuclear. And so we anticipate that with Haveno, this decentralized peer-to-peer -peer exchange, Monero is going to go nuclear when this comes out and it's going to offer a lot of opportunities you know maybe you could trade the x assets on haven protocol on this decentralized peer-to-peer -peer exchange as well which opens up another infinitude of possibilities because on haven protocol you've got like x gold x silver x bitcoin maybe x real estate investment trust at some point where you can invest in really anything in the world using these synthetic private assets you get those on Havana too. I mean, I'm telling you, this is the cutting edge of crypto. And when this stuff happens, I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here, the privacy space is going to go nuclear. Now, maybe this won't be the trigger necessarily. I'm not trying to predict anything. I'm not trying to give investment advice. But there's going to come a time, guys. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, as tyranny grows, as financial surveillance grows, people are going to figure this out. And these positions are going to go nuclear no matter how much they try to stop it. And because they try to stop these cryptos in particular, people in Bitcoin who got into Bitcoin because they thought they were getting into cryptocurrency, which a lot of people confuse crypto, uh, one meaning of which is private and under the surface, right? With cryptography, uh, they thought they were getting into a privacy crypto. Like a lot of people still think Bitcoin is anonymous. Wow, are they behind the curve? But like they are going to be like, wait, they're not coming after my coin. Why are they going after these coins in particular? What's wrong with these coins? Oh, they're actually private. Oh, they actually they can trace my transactions. Oh, I thought I was private. Goodness. And then, you know, Strice and Effect kicks in. A lot of people go into Monero, or at least they try to figure out a way. Again, more liquidity coming to Havana. So just things to think about, right? So people can trade XMAR for several several other cryptocurrencies in Cake Wallet. That's true. We just talked about that. Cake Wallet, sponsor the channel. Thank you. Do, do, do. Wait, the United Kingdom is banning XMR. I thought Kraken was just delisting it. So the UK hasn't banned Monero. I don't think they will ban Monero, uh, some of these Western countries, because they have freedom of speech uh, guarantees in these countries. And we talked about that in our If They Come After Monero video. Um, you know, it, it's defended by the First Amendment. And Arctic Mine has even said that it's one of the most legally compliant coins on the market because there's no development tax, there's no uh, pre-mine. You don't have those regulatory vectors coming after it. And everything is voluntarily funded. You have view keys and spend keys where you can opt into regulation, etc. So one thing I want to note real quick, though. Let's see if I can find the... Uh, hold on. 
So we'll read this real quick, and just so that you guys can get an idea as to why it's kind of ridiculous that they have some regulatory thing against it. So Perkins Coie is an international law firm. They had made the claim that... Well, let's just go to the link, and then we'll read what some of the highlights from the paper are. But they had said, in conclusion, that... Is it possible for regulated entities to comply with anti-money laundering obligations when supporting privacy coins? The answer in our view is yes. So let's go read some of the quotes here. Allowing VASPs to support privacy tokens under current tested AML regulations strikes the appropriate policy balance between preventing money laundering and allowing beneficial privacy-preserving technologies to develop. Uh Next quote, not only do privacy coins provide public benefits that substantially outweigh their risks, existing AML regulations properly and sufficiently cover those risks, providing a proven framework for combating money laundering and related crimes. Next quote, businesses rely on and expect financial privacy. Without maintaining confidentiality, commercial transactions would be visible for competitors and nefarious actors to analyze, predict, front run, and exploit. Okay, I mean, you guys reading this? Next quote, privacy coins have enabled users to transact in low-cost, decentralized manner uh, while maintaining the added benefit of financial privacy that was only previously available through financial intermediaries and institutions in the traditional financial system. Next quote, privacy coins essentially combine the benefits that the traditional financial system and initial cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin offered. Right, so this is pretty key. This is pretty key. Privacy coins and other cryptocurrencies arguably pose a lower risk in the ease of crossing borders factor than cash, card, or paper payment instruments, which can cross borders with no transfer record at all. If anything, privacy coins pose a lower inherent anti-money laundering risk than other cryptocurrencies when considering evidence of illicit use in practice. So just read that again. I'll read that again. If anything, according to Perkins Coie, Privacy coins pose a lower inherent anti-money laundering risk than other cryptocurrencies when considering evidence of illicit use in practice. Privacy coins do not pose an inherent anti-money laundering risk that is uniquely or unmanageably high since that risk does not appear materially greater than other high-risk traditional products that VASPs have long supported in a responsible and compliant manner. Ultimately, absent evidence that existing AML regulations cannot adequately address the risks posed by privacy coins, there is no reason to impose new and overbroad AML requirements that specifically target privacy coins. So, what regulations exactly encourage Kraken to delist Monero? I'm just curious. Because after we read that, I mean, I'm not certain what regulations they're talking about. But let's just read some of the responses here. KYC Monero is no different than taking cash out of the bank. Hey, we talked about that. And then this is a good tweet here. Something to ponder. If the blockchain tracing tools are so effective, why do they still delist? Embrace delistings. They are a badge of honor. Use local Monero. Use Bitcoin ATMs. Then use atomic swaps. They can't stop us. If governments aren't banning you, you're doing it wrong. This is from Maximalist Decimus Meritus. He's got a picture of uh, 
<laughs> Russell Crowe's character from what's that movie? The Gladiator. Are you not entertained? <laughs> so this is from Monero Cage. Monero holders when Monero is banned. Big smiley face. Yeah, bullish. And Bitcoiners when Bitcoin is banned. Bearish. Oh no. So yeah. That's funny. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And you've got other options here. Oh wait. I was going to show you guys something. What happened to it? All right. So I found the tweet. Here's a cool little infographic here. Monero will be delisted, quote unquote. It won't matter. Uh, Atomic swaps, peer-to-peer exchange with zero counterparty risk. Totally trustless. Atomic swaps equals no more need for exchanges, centralized exchanges. Atomic swaps equals no fees, no AML, KYC, no traces. Farcaster. Thank you for Cypherpunkus to quote that and to post that. Thank you. And then local Monero said all crack in UK Monero refugees will automatically be granted asylum on local Monero, which by the way is still available in Australia. And I know that this has been an issue in Australia, getting Monero on centralized exchanges. Local Monero seems to be something which works over there. And that's pretty much like a Craigslist for Monero. You can get cash. You could give that to somebody who gives you Monero. It's cool. There has never been a better time to migrate. Yes. So, that's cool. That is the wrap-up. That is the wrap-up. Thank you guys for coming to check this out. Monero Mateo, to wrap up, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's a good thing, in my opinion. Uh, the less exchanges which accept this stuff, the better. But, you know, we would like a little bit of a transition period. It would be nice if they gave us a little bit of a grace period while we got our decentralized exchanges up and running. Um, and I actually got reached out to buy Atomic Dex. Uh, to have a chat with them. We'll probably do that a few weeks in the future because, again, I'm going to be taking a break at some point. But, um, yeah, I mean, good things happening. you got Cake Wallet, you've got Trade Ogre, you've got Qcoin still, uh, and then you're going to have the decentralized exchanges coming, and you're going to have ThorChain, you're going to have Haveno. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Still hyper-mega bullish on this stuff. Monero, the people's money. That's it. So if you guys want to become a patron, you can get these stickers. I'll send them to you if you are so inclined to give me an address to send them to. Some people are a little bit shady about that. But come check us out on Patreon. Become a patron. Check out our other exclusive content that we have there. And uh, feel free to support the channel with donations below at our lovely lovely privacy coin addresses. Uh, Check out our social media and check out our other videos, which we find... uh, to be rather useful in educating people and getting them up to speed on why Monero is super hyper mega bullish and why it's good to get into this stuff and build parallel economic systems. And I believe that's it. Monero Mateo, you guys have a great day. God bless. Bye-bye.